longer sue law enforcement for purposely violating their Miranda rights, which means that officers can basically act with impunity, coerced to their heart's desire, using their unlawful tactics. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. And I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. Come on in. Welcome. So Julie, what do you know about Miranda rights? Well, most of us recognize the Miranda warning script that officers recite to suspects that they take into custody because of all the cop shows we've watched, but um, at least we know the beginning of it. True. It goes like this. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to speak to an attorney and to have an attorney present during questioning. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you at government expense. And there it is. Perfect. (laughs) The purpose of providing Miranda rights or the Miranda warning when someone is in police custody has to do with the Fifth Amendment which guarantees that no one in any criminal case can be made to be a witness against themselves. This is the self-incrimination clause. You know, when they plead the fifth, which you've heard plenty of lately, and invoke the right to remain silent by refusing to answer questions, it's so that they don't have to incriminate themselves. Hmm. You might find it hard to believe, wink, wink, that some officers mistreat people in their custody or take people into custody for the wrong reasons. Really? Does that ever happen in our country? What? Hmm. Unfortunately, officers can be coercive, sometimes trying to force a confession out of someone. Mm-hmm. Both psychologically and physically coercive tactics have been used in this country regularly and continue to be used in interrogations. So back in 1966, based on a case known as Miranda versus Arizona, the Supreme Court ruled that letting people in custody know the rules was a right to be given when taking them into custody. Yes, it was meant to prevent coercive police interrogations. It let people know they had the right not to answer questions and to get a lawyer, whether they could afford one or not. Most people are not attorneys and don't know what their rights are. It makes sense that they're informed of their rights so that they can protect themselves, at least make some choices, at least in theory. Right. So in that case of Miranda versus Arizona, Ernesto Miranda was convicted of rape and kidnapping based on a forced confession, which ended up exposing widespread police use of coercive tactics and even violence to get evidence they needed from suspects. Miranda's case was thrown out because of the forced confession. Although, sadly, he was eventually convicted of kidnapping and rape later based on actual evidence. Mm. So while he was guilty after all, a forced confession shouldn't be a way to prove someone did something. There've been a lot of Fifth Amendment violations with people being tricked or beaten for a confession and told they didn't even have a right to counsel. So lied to, basically. 
The Supreme Court took Miranda's side about the coerced confession in this case and ruled that the Constitution's Fifth Amendment required police officers to advise the defendant of their right to remain silent and to speak with an attorney before questioning. So the court ruled that people needed to know what their rights were before they gave them up without knowing it. Exactly. It makes sense. It seems fair. Congress enacted Section 1983 to even allow victims to sue officers for violating their civil rights. And since the 1960s, it has been mandatory for law enforcement to give suspects the Miranda warning as a routine practice. Makes sense to me. Police officers not advising a suspect under arrest of their rights could be sued. That threat could motivate them to do the right thing, which is letting suspects know their rights. Exactly. That is, until very recently when the supremely stupid court ruled that police officers cannot be sued anymore for not advising suspects of their right to remain silent during questioning. Get this. They're still required to Mirandize suspects before questioning them, but there's no civil liability, which means they can't be sued if they don't. Wait, let me see if I understand this, Cindy. If the police officer does not give the Miranda warning, nothing happens, right? Pretty much. The recent case that changed this was heard this past June, in June 2022, and is known as Vega versus Tecau, in which a suspect was questioned by an L.A. police officer back in 2014. The defendant was a nursing assistant accused of sexually assaulting a hospital patient and was questioned without being Mirandized or read his rights and was forced to write a false apology letter to his alleged female victim. So there's the coercion. Based on that confession, Tico was arrested and charged with unlawful sexual penetration. And prosecutors used his apology to charge him with sexual assault. In this case, he was later acquitted by the jury and then sued for damages under Section 1983 because there was this false confession on record for something he was acquitted for. The case raised the question before the Supreme Court as to whether failing to read the Miranda warning had violated his Fifth Amendment rights. And until now, with our current Supreme Court, there was no question about that. But now, the court ruled, not surprisingly, six to three, that it was not a constitutional violation of the Fifth Amendment and so is not grounds for a lawsuit. Yeah, before this ruling... This actually was considered a constitutional rule, but our current court decided to change that. Sometimes suspects who are apprehended and made to confess their crimes actually did the crime. Sometimes defendants are wrongly convicted and spend years in prison for something they did not do. And sadly, this is not something that happens infrequently. You hear about cases where 20 years later, people get acquitted and let out of prison, having lost 20 years of their lives, and sometimes more, or they're never let out. People should be convicted based on actual evidence, not made up or coerced evidence. Absolutely. That's an understatement. (laughs) The mandatory reading of the Miranda rights was one way to make false convictions less prevalent. That's why this ruling brings a lot of criticism from civil rights groups 
Criticism, of course, of the current supremely stupid court. The ruling was 6-3. You figure it out. It's the cult members against the legitimate justices. There's no longer any recourse for someone who spends years in prison suffering the harm of that based on a false conviction in which they were forced to incriminate themselves. Exactly, Cindy. People can no longer sue law enforcement for purposely violating their Miranda rights, which means that officers can basically act with impunity, coerced to their heart's desire, using their unlawful tactics. Hmm. Back to relying on law enforcement to do the right thing. Because they might feel like doing the right thing, but they might not. Have we not been hit over the head with their misdeeds in the past few years, in particular when it comes to people of color? I'm not sure we can just count on them to do the right thing. I'm actually, I'm certain that we cannot. Exactly. This means that if someone is accused of a crime and is then acquitted of that crime, they can no longer sue the police officer for violating their rights so that officers are not held accountable. Not being given the Miranda warning has the potential to be especially harmful to people who are not familiar with their rights, such as young people, people with an intellectual disability, a mental health disability, or people who lack adequate education. It's going to affect the already beaten down populations in particular, although of course it could be harmful to anyone. Absolutely. In the moment you're apprehended by law enforcement, you don't necessarily have the wherewithal to remember such things, even if you're familiar with the Miranda rights. And this raises the possibility of people being mistreated and wrongly convicted with no accountability for those who coerced them. And sometimes, sadly, people think this doesn't matter because a lot of the people, they believe, have done very bad things. Some people go so far as to say, even if the person didn't do this particular bad thing, they've probably done something bad they didn't get caught for, so convicting them wrongly is okay. If that doesn't sound like crazy, illogical rationalization, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> but I am a psychologist, and also, this is not how our government and our laws work. It's just absurd. Fully absurd. There's no accountability for doing real harm to people. With those famous Miranda warnings in place that we all know at least part of, if they weren't recited, any evidence gained during improper questioning couldn't be used against a suspect in a criminal case. But now it can. Now it can. The Supreme Court's recent change on this takes away any ability to seek real justice for violations of the Miranda rights. In doing this, the Supreme Court basically created legal immunity for cops accused of infringing on the Fifth Amendment's protection against self-incrimination. Right. That's exactly what those immoral, sneaky, black-robed creatures did. For now, defendants in criminal cases can still keep statements made during questioning that weren't properly Mirandized from being brought out in their trial. But anyone who has been wrongfully convicted or imprisoned because they weren't properly informed of their constitutional rights can no longer sue the officers responsible in civil court. It's strange that it's considered a right, but there's now no way to hold those accountable for violating it. Right, an unenforceable right is not a right. We also aren't the first ones to wonder, as we review some of the recent decisions of the current Supreme Court, Who's holding them accountable for making decisions that violate rights? Cindy, you have no idea how much I think about this. They've become a runaway train of horrible, right-taking-away bad decisions, with more coming. 
How do we stop them? Someone needs to stop them. It goes back to the need to balance the courts, which we covered in another podcast. Yeah. Not quickly enough is it going to happen, if it does at all. A couple of places working hard on these issues are the Alliance for Justice at AFJ.org and DemandJustice.org. Our civil rights are being infringed upon, and they need to be upheld. This court, the Supreme Court, is trying to take us back to a time before needed protections were in place for the citizens of this country. Those protections have been there for a reason. Yes, we need them back. Thanks for listening today. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Until next time, take care.